Our next uh, reading this morning is going to come from the book of Joshua. We're going to be spending some time on Joshua these next, uh, next few weeks. We're going to be reading from Joshua chapter 1. Joshua 1, verses 1 through 9. So I invite you to read along with me as we read through Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, My servant Moses is dead. Now proceed to cross the Jordan, you and all the people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the Israelites. Every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given to you, as I promised to Moses. From the wilderness and the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, the land of the Hittites, to the great sea in the west shall be your territory. No one shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I also be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall put the people in possession of the land that I swore to the ancestors to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night, that you may be careful to act in accordance with what's written in it. For then you shall make your way for then you shall make your way prosperous, and you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I saw a, a routine recently by a comedian that really made me laugh. He was talking about how growing up, when he was a kid watching cartoons and watching TV, he assumed as an adult that quicksand would be a lot bigger problem in life than it turned out to be. Because you go and watch the cartoons we watched when we were kids and you watch TV, quicksand's a big deal, man. There's always someone being eaten by quicksand or rodents of unusual size or something like that. I mean, quicksand's a big deal. Turns out now as an adult, I've not really had much interaction with the quicksand. It's not a daily part of my life. I don't watch the morning traffic and sing. I, I do, well, I guess technically, I guess if a pothole's quicksand, then Jackson has quicksand. But, you know, you don't, quicksand's not really been much of a present danger in my life. You know, so there are these things. Uh, somebody said this morning, said, yeah, Andy, I thought locusts were going to be a bigger deal. Or termites. You know, you watch the cartoons. There's always termites eating everything. Turns out, you know, that I, the termites have yet to eat an entire house that I've been part of yet. You know, growing up. You know, back now we get all of our news and everything we know from Facebook. When I was a kid, the main source of reliable reliable information was sitting at my granny's house with a wash tub between us watching the stories. If you watch the stories, Days of Our Lives, Another Life, that's where you got your information from. If you watch the stories, you understood something. One of the greatest problems that you're going to face in in the world is amnesia. Amnesia is a big deal. Somebody's always got amnesia. Somebody's always forgotten. They got to remember amnesia was a very big deal, you know, on the stories. So apologies to any of you if, you've currently, if you're currently suffering from amnesia, if you've had amnesia. But I've yet to meet a person in my life who's had amnesia, you know. So turns out, just like quicksand, amnesia was not as big a deal in life as I thought it was going to be as I was growing up. You know, you watch the stories, and uh Amnesia always starts from, from some traumatic incident. You know, somebody got bopped on the head or something traumatic happened to them, and then they developed amnesia. I think we've got amnesia. 
Because something traumatic happened back in March of 2020, didn't it? We were bebopping along through life, just kind of living our best life, getting ready to do all kind of stuff. And this virus comes along and changes everything. So we shut everything down. Yeah, we're going to be fine. We shut everything down. And then we start reopening, and everything's getting back to normal. And we shut it down again. And now we're kind of like herky-jerky. You know, now we feel like we're on the, you know, I used to, when I was young, I'd love going to, going to the county fairs. And you had the little tilt-a-whirl ride that would, would go so fast. And you slide up the wall, and you get real dizzy. Life feels like a tilt-a-whirl sometimes now, doesn't it? You know, we've had trauma. We've had losses. You know, some of us in this room have lost loved ones to COVID. All of us have lost events. Think of all the things we were looking forward to. All the things our kids were looking forward to. And now we've lost that, haven't we? We've lost memories. We've lost experiences. We've all had our own level of losses. And that trauma that we've gone through has given us, I think, a case of amnesia. We've forgotten how to laugh. We've forgotten the joy and the beauty of community. In many ways, we've forgotten, we've forgotten the joy and the beauty of church. We've forgotten how to dream, how to have visions again, how to think of what, we're, what, what, what can be, because we're so stuck in the muck of this moment, and we've so got amnesia of what we can be and who we are, we've forgotten. We've forgotten. We're going to be reading the book of Joshua together over the next few weeks, looking at different key stories from Joshua and how it can help us. Remember. Remember. And move forward. Not go back to normal, but move forward to what is next. Because I want what is next to be better than what was. So you look at, you look at, you look at the book of Joshua. And you've got to go back really to get, to get the understanding of Joshua. You really need to go back and read Exodus. You read in Exodus, God sent most of the people. They're slaves in Egypt. He's going to free them. And they're going to lead them to the promised land. And man, they, they, they leave Egypt, man, and it's awesome. You got Moses turning the Nile into blood. You got all kind of awesome stuff happening. The Passover, Exodus is awesome. And then, man, they get out of town. They, they're, they're scooting on along. They go to Sinai, they get the law, get the Ten Commandments. It's amazing. Moses sees the glory of God. It's awesome. They're going to go in the promised land in no time. They're winning battles. Things couldn't be better. It's the best. Go team. It's awesome. And then they sin. And then they're punished. And then God says, you're going to wander. For 40 years, you're going to wander. And in fact, the generation that left Egypt, that generation will not inherit the land, but in fact, it will be your children who will inherit the land. That's why there's ten, the Ten Commandments are in the Bible twice. Old Testament for the parents. I'm sorry, Exodus for the parents. Deuteronomy for the children. And so 
There they are, wandering, dying off. I ever wonder if they forgot. I wonder if they ever got amnesia. I wonder if they ever, ever forgot what God had called them to. Forgot their mission. Forgot their dreams. Forgot the things that, that, that had happened. Then finally, they get close to the promised land, and Moses himself dies. The great leader, he dies. And now Joshua's got to lead them. Joshua's got to lead them. And, you know, there's an old saying in coaching, you don't want to follow the man. You want to be the man who follows the man who follows the man. You don't want to follow Bear Bryant. You know, you want to follow the guy who follow. You want to follow the poor guy who followed Bear Bryant. Well, Moses is following Bear Bryant right here. I mean, Joshua's following Bear Bryant. He's following Moses. Who's better than Moses? And so there he is leading a people who have amnesia, who have forgotten what God's called them to be and what God's called them to do. And now he's got to leave them. They've got to go into the promised land. And so God tells them this message. He says, you're going to cross the promise. You're going to cross over the Jordan, and everywhere the sole of your foot touches will be your land. Everywhere, from the river to the sea, from the north to the south, it's going to be your land. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. You're going to possess the land, and great things are going to happen. Don't let the law out of your mouth. Keep the law to your, close to you. Meditate upon it. Remember these things. We're going to do this. Well, what does God say over and over and over again? He wants to remind Joshua of who he is, remind the people of who they are, but what is God's first command, God's first word to Joshua? Be strong and courageous, for I am with you. I am with you. I will not forsake you. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. So do not be afraid. Do not be scared. Do not give up. I am with you, for I am God. Before Joshua could remember who he was, before he could lead the people and who God had called them to be, Joshua had to remember one thing, who God was. And as the choir sang this morning, he is God alone. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And before we can recover from our amnesia, before we can remember our dreams, we have to remember why we can dream and why we can hope and why we can move to the future, not because of our strength or our goodness or our ability, but because God is God. And he will not leave us and he will not forsake us. He has been with us in the past and he is calling us to the future. He is calling us to wake up and remember the dreams he has given us. He's calling us to wake up and remember the beauty of community. He's calling us to remember and wake up to the beauty of worship and his grandeur. To remember. To remember. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is from Ecclesiastes, where it says there's nothing new under the sun. That's an important reminder for us to remember that we're not the first folks to ever go through something. We sang one of my favorite hymns of the church this morning, The Church is One Foundation. I love that hymn, and I particularly love verse 3. Through scornful wonder we see her so oppressed, by schisms run asunder, by heresies distressed. Yet saints their watch are keeping, their cry goes up at how long, and, the, and soon the night of weeping shall be the morn of song. 
Church is Christ's body. And he has told us that the gates of hell will not triumph against it. We're not the first church to go through a pandemic. You ever hear, a little, hear of a little thing I like to call the Black Plague? The Black Death? The church survived that. We're not the first church to go through divided times. We're not the first church to deal with stress. But God has always been God, and the church has always overcome, not because the righteousness of the church, not because the church is perfect, not because the church hasn't figured it all, all figured out, but because God is God. And God takes care of his children, and God provides for his children, and God pushes his children towards what is next. Be strong and courageous. As I was with Moses, I shall be with you. Remember, remember, remember to dream, friends. Remember to lift up your eyes towards heaven. Remember to what is, whatever is lovely, holy, and pure, my brothers and sisters. Think on these things as Paul tells us. God is calling our church to great things. God has always done great things with St. Matthews, and God is going to continue to do great things. Not because we're perfect or because we've got it all figured out or anything like that, but because he is God. Remember. Remember who you are. Remember whose you are. The world wants us to forget. The world wants us to have amnesia. This moment wants us to have amnesia. But we got to wake up. We got to wake up. And we got to remember. We got to remember who we are. And we got to remember whose we are. And we have to remember what we have been called to. As he tells us, be strong and courageous, for I am with you. Not of my strength or my might or your strength or your might, but by his spirit, says the Lord, what the Bible tells us. So we have hope because our God is good. He has called us to great things, but the step to, gratefulness, the step to great, greatness is just one step at a time. The Bible says, thy words a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's going to always show us enough light for that next faithful step. Our job is to be faithful and to trust in God for the greatness. He called the people to conquest the land. Over the next few weeks, we're going to look at Joshua and the way the Israelites conquested all the promised land and what God did with them. But they had to remember they had to remember who they were by remembering who God is. Remember. Remember. God has called us to greatness. But that greatness begins with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. As we are faithful with all these things, with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. As we are faithful, God is faithful yeah we have amnesia been a tough few years but God ain't done God's just getting started
Let's remember who we are by remembering who he is. He is God alone. And our foundation is solid because it's built upon Christ. Let's be faithful to what God's calling us to do. Let's pray.